This is episode 190 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Basta, and today I've got a triumphant story for you. My good friend, Nick Trevelyan, is meeting me here. Finally, you guys, this has been in the making for about seven months. This guy is so sought after, it is impossible to get on his schedule, but you're going to understand exactly why I fought so hard by the end of this episode. You're going to understand that. Nick and I met about a decade ago, and we have stayed in each other's lives loosely, sometimes loosely, sometimes more closely, but always been a person that I admired. If you guys have ever read Dan Kennedy's The No BS, Marketing to the Affluent, or the E-Myth Revisited. This is stuff that Nick actually introduced me to when I was just getting into a whole bunch of self-development. Nick has an awesome podcast. Nick has an awesome website, all this stuff going on. But without further ado, Nick. <laughs> Bella, I'm just stoked to be here. Listen, when Bella calls, you got to listen. You got to cancel appointments and cancel shoots to be here. Because I think you're a freaking queen, girl. You're a rock star. I'm so proud of you watching your growth. And I just think that you give so much hope and so much inspiration to entrepreneurs, which is like my heart and soul. And so I was like, you know what? Let's get on. Let's say hi. And uh, your hair looks very pretty, by the way. So well, thank you. If you're watching the, the video version of this, Nick, I think people that have met you and I have both said multiple times that we're kind of the guy girl version of each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because when we get flowing, you have this thing, uh, elevate. And then I added on till you levitate and it's just this flow state, you know, but Nick, it hasn't always been like that. So before we get into this story and we take us back to February 18th, 2018, I want you to just give my listeners a quick bio of who you are, where you came from and where you are today. Hey, love to. Seriously, just pumped to be here. So I've been in real estate for 15 years. I saw very early on, if anybody's read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I actually had a rich dad. I don't call my real father, my poor dad. I think that it's a bad use of words, but my dad just wasn't entrepreneurs, but my best friend's father was in real estate. And so when we were 15, 16 years old, I'm watching him go from a broke plumber start getting into sales and making money and then invest in real estate, became a multimillionaire literally in 36 months as I was 16 years old watching this. So it shaped my conversations for time freedom, not having to check in every day to a boss. You know, we got to travel a lot. They took me to Hawaii. So when I was 18 years old, this entrepreneurship was just built into my brain. And at 19, I decided that real estate was something that I was really excited about. And this was the boom of 2005 in Phoenix, Arizona. So of course, I wanted to jump into real estate when I was 19 years old. So I got in real estate at 19. Fast forward a year and a half later, opened my first brokerage. Uh, We were trying to have it open by my 21st birthday, which we accomplished. And that's what I've been doing ever since. I fell in love with real estate agents, but more entrepreneurship. So I even, if with my realtors, I don't call them realtors. I call them entrepreneurs because we're not just glorified home showers, right? We're not Uber drivers just opening the doors here. So I fell in love with that process of being able to coach people and teach them and show them certain tips and tricks that I know in my life, I've sought out so many mentors. You're one of them where you read a book, you, you talk to somebody at a seminar and one idea, I mean, I can show you one idea that I got a few years ago that we've, we've made a million, two, three, four million bucks on one idea, one strategy. That's why I love what you're doing here with your push and your movement. So 
I've just literally been doing that ever since. And so for the past 14 years, I've been coaching real estate agents, just loving on them, helping them break through. And that's really what I do. So a year ago, we started my new brands, which is the Triumphant Agent for Realtors and the Triumphant Life for entrepreneurs and people that want to break through in their life. And that's what I do. Uh, I've really done ever since. What you were alluding to, February 18th, which we just had our two-year anniversary, was life was good for me two years ago. It's two days before Christmas. It's all sunshine and rainbows. I had had a, a banner day that day. We put some big deposits in, had a, had a huge year. But up until that point, a few months prior, I had had some pain in my lower back and some numbness in my feet, then numbness in my legs, then at certain points where I would be literally unable to walk, unable to move. And that really scared me. Well, it's two days before Christmas. I'm having lunch with a buddy. We're talking about actually business for the most part. I get up from the table, I collapse, my legs give out, and I had lost all feeling from the belly button down. Now, first time in an ambulance, uh, don't really enjoy that ride. Don't, you know, don't wish that upon anybody. But I remember being in the back of the ambulance going, something is really, really wrong here. And keep in mind, I'm 32 years old at the time, healthy, active, you know, in shape. I'm trying to process what in the world's going on. And so after about 12 hours of tests in the emergency room, they found a tumor growing on the dead middle of my spine, and it had wrapped itself around my spinal column. So we were facing a pretty big neurosurgery, right? And so we ended up going for the surgery February the 18th. It was a seven and a half hour surgery. I was in the ICU for 11 days, tubes out of my arms, a drain out of my spine. And being in the ICU, because it was a neurosurgery, I had to be woken up every hour on the hour. So picture 10, 11, midnight, one, two, three, four o'clock in the morning. So many, many nights for 11 days in the ICU, I was laying in the hospital bed at two o'clock in the morning, wide awake, staring at the ceiling. Here's where that story gets really, really important. As I was laying there looking at my life, you have to analyze what have I done right, what have I done wrong, and more importantly, where I'm going. And at that moment, I literally made a commitment out loud to just help as many people as I possibly can break through in any area of their life because I knew at that point in time I was facing, I was at rock bottom physically. What I wasn't aware of is when you go through something so traumatic, yet mentally, I hit rock bottom mentally. I dealt with anxiety. I dealt with depression. I dealt with addiction. So in essence, I became rock bottom physically, rock bottom in my business. We ended up losing $525,000 that year in the business because as the sole entrepreneur, I stopped. I was out of work for months and months and months. I was out of work physically. And then mentally, I think I was tapped out for a good six to eight months anyway, trying to get myself back up and going, trying to be the high energy person in the room. And so when you've lost that amount of money, you have to almost reevaluate things as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, where your life's going. Well, for me, I saw it as an opportunity to really prove what my product was all about. If I was at rock bottom, how do you get somebody from A to B? How do you break through? I want to slow you down and stop you for a second because there was so much goodness that you said. The first interesting thing is that when you were 32, you ended up in an ambulance and in the hospital. And uh, going along with our parallels, that's when I was in the hospital with Olivia. I just sure. made that connection as you were saying that when we were both 32. But the thing is, is that you said that when you're laying there and you're getting woken up every single hour, you're analyzing your life. Nick, a lot of people aren't like that though. A lot of people would be saying, what my luck, what I can never get a break. And, and they're that Debbie Downer. Where does, I want you to dig deep and like explain to people, like, where does that come from? Why are you wired like that? Why do you think you were laying in bed thinking that and not like, oh, woe is me? That's actually a really good question. One of the things, there's a quote by Anthony Robbins, and I've studied a lot of his stuff in the six of his seminars. He says, you have to look at things for what they are, not better than they are, not worse than they are for what they are. Now, for me, my entire life, I've been the super upbeat, positive guy, glass half full, overflowing, share positive quotes. Yeah. Eventually, you can only share so many positive quotes where they only go so far. And he says it best, and this has stuck with me for the past decade. If you want to grow flowers, you can't go to your garden and chant, there's no weeds growing, there's no weeds growing. Eventually, there's going to be weeds growing. 
What was very interesting is right after that experience, I had reached out for some help. One of my best friends as a personal trainer owned a gym. What he did for me first is he put me on the scale and he had me take a picture with my shirt off. And he said, Nick, you have to know where you're at. And he's like, I think that that there's so much confidence in knowing where you're at. So what I teach is something called the three to be method. What do I want? Why do I want it? And how am I going to get there? Three to be three steps to break through. Number one, what do I want? Well, to understand what you want, you have to understand where you're at, right? Too many people reach out and say, hey, Bella, I want more business. Well, define what more business looks like. I want more money or I want to be in better shape. What does that look like? Because once you get there, if you don't know what that clearly looks like. So like as silly as this might be, that's like us going to Sky Harbor where you're at or LAX where I'm at and everybody just being like in one group and they're like, all right, now boarding, where are we going? I don't know. And like the captain gets on, he's like, Hey, uh, everybody, you got your coffees, everybody buckled up. Where do y'all want to go today? Like, it doesn't work that way, right? He's not going to get halfway up in there and be like, hey, who wants some barbecue? Let's cruise over to Texas right now. It just doesn't work that way. So I think there comes a lot of strength in knowing where you're at and then ultimately knowing where you want to go. Now, I think there's a lot of fear in both. And I know for me, having to analyze putting on 50 pounds, analyzing being depressed, analyzing being embarrassed and scared and what am I going to do? And I think a lot of people are there. So as I'm sharing my story, the biggest thing that I learned as I got out of the hospital and I started sharing my story with other people, helping them to break through is I found that we all have those rock bottoms. Mine might have been physically, others or uh, some, somebody in your situation with what you had to go through or somebody, it could be their business, it could be their health, it could be their finances, could be their family, could be a lot of things. So what I called them was is mountains. As simple as this analogy is for me to wrap my head around, you're standing at the bottom of a mountain and you have to hike up to the top. Yep. And I think when you look at your life in that, your business as a mountain, your finances, your health, whatever that is, it really just takes one foot in front of the other and getting started. So with that being said, is somebody's listening to this right now, having that mountain where they're standing there looking up going, oh my God, this is going to take forever. And what I really encourage anybody to do is even at my rock bottom, you have to take a first step. For mine, it was actually physically taking a first step out of the hospital bed to the floor, from the floor to the bathroom. And you kind of get that, right? But I think that's in your business. Maybe that's that first call. Maybe that's that first Facebook Live. You know, maybe that's reactivating a relationship and taking your lady on a date night or whatever that is in your world. I just feel that we all have our own mountains. And I ran around town thinking I was so unique. And as I started to talk to a lot of people and they were responding to my story here in my podcast, they're like, well, like I'm battling my own mountain. And to me, I think it's so beautiful to know that we're all really in this together. And that's why I wanted to hop on this now with you is just one tip, one little push of hope, a little bit of inspiration can get somebody going over that first hurdle. And that's really the hardest part is knowing where you're at and then knowing how to push through. Let me ask you something. First of all, if you guys are listening right now, I would love to hear what mountain are you facing right now? Tag Nick, tag me, wherever you found this podcast and let us know what mountain you are personally facing right now. We want to know. We also want to kind of help you. The second thing is, is Nick, that first step, man, that first step is hard. What does it take in our life to have the support system to take that first step and to keep taking those steps? Like, what does it take mentally, physically, emotionally? What do we need around us? And what do we not need around us? Because it's not just about getting more, right? As I've watched you, it's about elimination as well. Mm -hmm. Talk to me more about this. Yeah. One of the things that I learned in that though, is there's nobody that can do your push-ups for you. Mm -hmm. There's nobody that can make your calls for you. There's nobody that can do your run. A lot of times the first step comes from you and there's nobody you can plug into Sure. Can you get some inspiration from you? Yes, absolutely. Can you read a quote, uh, watch a video? Yes, but they're fleeting, right? They, they're gone within 60 seconds or gone within two minutes. What has to happen is you have to have a conversation internally. I call it the 24-7-14-30. 
you have to win the next 24 hours. Hear me out on this. Let's say you wanted to stop eating fast food as a simple analogy, right? For the next 24 hours, could you not go through a drive-thru? Absolutely. Once you've won that 24 hours, could you go, hey, for the next seven days, I'm not going to have soda or whatever that is in your world? Yes. Then for 14 days, could you do it? Then for 30 days, could you do it? I'm a firm believer that you can absolutely change your life in 30 days. And hear me out on this. If you were to go start this process of getting started, you win 24 hours, you win seven days. At that point, you only have 21 days to go. Let me share with you a quick story. First person that ever came to me about the Triumphant Life 30-Day Challenge. He sat me down. He was about 45 pounds overweight. And I remember him talking that a lot of his, his skinny fitting business shirts and suits, he couldn't really wear anymore. So he was very embarrassed to go to work and be in front of the room. And I started talking to him about how he felt personally. And he just felt like his girlfriend had just left him. He was battling depression. He was embarrassed. And he started crying as he was telling me the story. He says, Nick, I got so far to go, 45 pounds. It's going to take me you know, a year or two to lose this. I'm so embarrassed. She just left me. What do I do? I said this, I said, listen, can you get up every morning at 7 a.m. and just run down to the end of the street and back? And he said, well, yeah. I said, could you give me 15 minutes a day out of 24 hours, 1,660, like literally minutes in the, in the day, could you just give me 15? And so he did. And so every morning at 7 a.m., this young man got up from his rock bottom and started running. Well, day one's going to suck. Yes, I understand that. He barely made it to the end of the block and back. Day two, probably a little bit less because he was a little sore. Day three, this is just 15 minutes a day. Hear me out on this. And as I'm, as I'm going to finish the story, think of the mountain in your life that you could dedicate just a little bit, 15, 20 minutes a day. Day three, day four. He ended up getting to about half a mile. Day seven, he ran his first mile. This is a kid at rock bottom. Well, what's funny is once he hit his seven-day mark, who just ran that many times in seven days? He did himself on his own. He's the one that set his alarm. He's the one that got himself up and going. By day 14, he was running a mile with ease, a couple miles. I'll never forget the story as we started getting into it with him. He got to day 21 and was running two, three miles every single morning. This is a guy that three weeks prior could barely run to the end of the block and back. By the end of the 30 days, he ended up losing nine pounds in 30 days, not 45, nine pounds in 30 days. Well, the story goes like this. It was really, really beautiful to hear it back is this gentleman went out and that morning was a Saturday, happened to be the 31st of January. He had done his own 30 day challenge. He hit the first mile at 7 a.m. Easy. Second mile, easy. Third mile, easy. This is the power of compounding work, right? And momentum. He got to the three and a half mile mark and he was like, dude, I'm just going to keep going. He hit four miles. At the four mile mark, I don't know why in his mind, he thought going to five miles from a kid that could barely run to the end of the block and back 30 days prior would just mean the world to him. So we ended up pushing through and hitting the five mile mark. You know, you run with a GPS tracker and it's like, you've reached five miles. Literally it hit that and it said, you've reached five miles. And this gentleman sat down on his run and started crying his eyes out because he knew how far he had to go 30 days prior. And it's the power of one day at a time, seven days at a time, 14 days at a time, and then 30 days at a time. Well, I happen to know this kid's story really, really well because I'm actually him. And I'm the first person to put myself ever through the Triumphant Life 30-Day Challenge. Why do I share that story? When I started that, I was 45 pounds overweight. I had lost an inch and a half off my spine because I was on bed rest. So I was curled over like a hunchback. I was an ex-college and semi-pro football player. So the art of not running was a very big deal for me. And day one, I could barely run to the end of the block and back. And it sucked. And I remember running, like people would pass me by. And I'm like, what the heck was that? You know? <laughs> but by day 14, it got a little bit easier. 
by day 21, it got a little bit easier. And on the 30th day, I called my trainer who had been there with me and just started crying. And, and it was a very, very beautiful day in my life. So I, I really say that you can change your life in 30 days. Now, did I lose 45 pounds? No. But what that did was oh, no. it built so much pride in myself that I had did it, that I had the momentum. Fast forward a year later, I actually ended up losing like 55 pounds <laughs> because I had done it. So you ask the question is, how does somebody get started? What external sources do they need? I think you need to look internally and win 24 hours then win seven days. So back to the three steps to break through. What do I want? At that point in time, I wanted to lose the weight and get it back in shape. Why do I want it? That's huge. Once you can tie your heart and soul into that thing and get really, really clear, maybe you have a business goal right now to make 10,000 a month. Well, why do you want that? Once you start linking up what that 10,000 means to you and how good that's going to feel to come home with a bunch of pizzas to the kiddos and say that mom just made 10 grand today. That's an amazing feeling. Once you understand the what and then the why, it's going to pull you through to the how. The how is the easy part. Let's take fitness, for example. You can go to any gym on the corner. You can run on any treadmill. You can work out, do push-ups, you name it. As long as that why is there, that why is that's going to get you out of bed. I barely ran 15 minutes a day. Now, sure enough, after day, day 14, that ended up being a little bit more and a little bit more because I got really excited about it. But if you could literally just start with 15, 20 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day on your business, on your health, whatever mountain you're working on, that compounding is going to build you up. And look at it this way. If you were to get started right now, how good would you feel 30, 60 days from now? Knowing that you did it, nobody else, you on your own. Now, sure, can you get some support? Absolutely. There's amazing people like you out there to build them up and lift them up. And I'm all for that. But eventually, it's the work that we do behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Anthony Robbins said it best. We are rewarded in public for what we practiced in private. Yeah. You know, so many Amen. people see the end product of somebody in shape or a, a beautiful businesses. They don't see like we're in the middle of a launch right now. What people don't see is me Friday night till nine o'clock in the office all day, Saturday till eight o'clock when most people should be home. I'm in there working on my lodge because my why was there, if that makes sense. So, yeah, um, it makes total sense. Talk to me about how getting these individual wins in your life and proving to yourself that you can do something that's tough or that that's hard or that maybe you didn't want to do and getting that momentum and how that momentum in your own personal life can spill over into your business and how critical it is, what I would call that self-development, you know, of training your mind to be a winner. You're training yourself that I can win. I can get these challenges so that when you face those hard things in your business and you're like, shit, Bella, like I can't do that. Like you don't understand. And it comes from a different place. And it's like, well, maybe I can't do all that right now, but I can mm -hmm. start a little bit. Talk to me about what that conditioning, because that's what you're talking about. You're talking about conditioning your mind and, and starting it to get that momentum and that compounded interest, if you will. Well, and that's why I think the 30 day challenge for me was something that's so critical because, because you actually get very clear on it. It's clear. It's concise. It's specific, right? So yeah. what could you do for the next 30 days? Okay. I don't know the exact specifics in your business, but I'm going to go out on a limb on it. No, go right? just, just wrap. That, I hear it all the time. Nick, I'm not good at social media or I'm not good on video. And I'm like, one, whoever told you, like, did they just say like, Hey, you're going to be good at it and you're not. No, it's all a learned skill. If I went back and looked at some of your videos and my videos from 10 years ago. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Well, I don't so know. We, you and I do have a video. And if I can scrounge it up, I will. It was shot on like a Blackberry. I don't even know. Like, I, I can't even Blackberry tell you what it was. It was so blurry. And it was you and I in your old real estate in Peoria. Okay. And we were actually talking, I think, about Dan Kennedy's thing. And it is so old. And you, I think you're in like a full suit too. And... 
Oh, the old three-piece suit days. I mean, we've come along yes. with You guys, uh, if you're not watching right now, Nick and I are just in casual clothes. Yeah. Well, no, the topic that you're chilling. getting on, like, this is literally what keeps me up at night is how do you get an entrepreneur to break through? How do you get a person to break yeah. through? Because in the middle is all that fear. I've never done this before. But at the end of the day, no matter what, to do something you've never done, you have to do something you've never done. Yeah. What yeah. I did was when you so fake it till you make it in the beginning. I, I mean, you do not want to do it, but you got to do it. You're going to have to do it. it if you really want to do it. And that I love your three to be, you know, that why do you want to do it has to be connected to it because otherwise it's just another chore. Well, one of the things, cause we do have a lot of marketers on here. One of the things that I had to do was I had to create an alter ego. I created a superhero for myself is because Tom actually Herman Nick is, talks a lot about that. Yeah. He has yep. a book, alter ego. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nick is actually very shy and reserved and in a public setting. I'm actually a very quiet guy. Like, yeah, you are. Yeah. Like I'm an introverted kind of guy, but my alter ego has to become somebody that is out front. Like even as a real estate agent, right. I had to learn to develop skills to be on video, to be on social media, because I knew that that was going to stop me from going where I ultimately wanted to go. So one of the things I think we get caught up in though, with our social media world, with Instagram and, you know, the TikTok videos and all this stuff is we're looking at the finished product of somebody 20 years later. And if I can encourage you this, please, like, let me just level with you. A lot of what you're seeing is filters, edits, it's all cropped out and it's all the finished product. If we start comparing ourselves to business guys that are getting into the private jets on the tarmac with a Bentley that pulls them up, you're going to drive yourself insane. What that guy's not showing you is 20 years of blood, sweat, and tears. So do you though, too often we try to model somebody else because that's what somebody else is doing. Do you boo boo is find your brand, find your message, then start sharing it, how they're sharing it. So back to the 30 day challenge, what could you commit to over 30 days? Hell 24 hours or 14 days. I don't care. If you haven't been good on video, could you go do two videos a week? Yes. It's quantifiable. It's trackable. And you can commit to that. Could you say, Hey, I haven't been posting on social media enough. Could you go literally do five posts a day for the next 30 days? Yes. And then at the end of the 30 days, the rest of it gets easy. But what I want to stress to you is at the end of the 30 days, you did it, not some external source. And what that does is that gives you so much power with the 24, 7, 14, and 30 programs that I run people through is no matter what area of I know in my life or, or their lives, when you need a pick-me-up, I start, okay, what's the next 24 hours look like? What could I win in the next 24 hours? Because you have to give yourself small victories. Cool. Here's my 24-hour mark. What could I do in the next seven days? What yeah. could I do in the next 14? So a little trick around this. I absolutely love this. Get on Amazon and they have the magnets for your fridge. They're literally whiteboards. And I put it up there and I start crossing stuff off for the month. And what's really cool is I've watched families take this on too. Families get the chart and see if mom made her calls that day or if mom, you know, in real estate, right? If mom went live or mom sent out some mailers and stuff, they can check that off and you start to see your progress. And what you're doing is you're showing yourself that you are worthy, you are capable, and you can absolutely do this. But you have to get there with a little bit of momentum, right? It's you're not going to hike that mountain overnight. It's just not going to happen. One of the things a lot of people don't know about me, and I will share this, on my last year's anniversary of my surgery, I went to go on a hike. I went to go hike Camelback Mountain. Call it a physical setback, call it a mental setback. I got about 100 yards up Camelback Mountain and realized that I wasn't able to hike that day. I was mentally terrified of what that mountain meant to me. I had the fear there. Physically, I was not in enough shape to hike Camel. I just wasn't a year later to hike Camelback Mountain as much as I wanted to. And I walked down that mountain, but I at least tried. In the very next month, I kept going and I kept going and I would hike a little bit smaller mountains, but you're going to have to start somewhere, right? And so like, setbacks are going to be a part of the process. You're going to run some marketing that doesn't work and that's okay, right? You're not going to be in the best shape right up front and that's okay, but that's your story and that's your path. 
Mm-hmm. So, so literally own your own path. And I think you'll be in amazing shape. Nick, there's so much goodness here as we kind of end this segment, because we could talk for hours, but we're doing this again. Uh, I told you my podcast is cool. I, w- I would love for you to li- leave our listeners with some of your best tips and tricks. I know that and I mean like apps or books or audios or podcasts or things that like help feed your brain. One that always, that impacted my life was the Motivate app. You talked about that on your own podcast and also mm-hmm. tell them about your podcast. And I absolutely loved that. It really helped motivate me in a time in my life where I needed to make some really big decisions. But it was because I took a moment to just keep feeding my brain the direction that I wanted to go, mm-hmm. even though I might not have felt like going in that direction or I was scared or there was fear. So why don't you leave our listeners with some good tips that they could take with them or resources? Yeah, I'd love to. The thing that I learned about this though, is you have to find tips and modalities that work for you. Yeah. And so for me, I wasn't one to carry around big physical books. I wanted audio and video. So Motivate was my favorite app I ever got. And every morning you get five inspirational videos and I listen to all five on my morning run. It's a Mm -hmm. 25 minute run. You get about five videos in. I love that. One thing that I did personally is I took my Instagram channel and I make that my little success sanctuary. And let me explain. Is I unfriended anybody that doesn't have love, positive vibes, and inspiration. So I follow a lot of people that I look up to, a lot of people that I support. So whenever I need to pick me up, I get on Instagram and it's nothing but quotes and videos and marketers. And that's for awesome. me, that's my protected world versus Facebook. You know, I got 5,000 friends and it's nothing but Trump this and politics that and da 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 da. I realized that that was an energy vampire for me. So I created that. My favorite journal I've ever used is called the Best Self Journal. Ironically, I have one here with me right now. I have mine that you gave me. <laughs> yeah. And so they run in 90 day shots, but the, the way that works is you carry it around with you. And every morning you list out what you're grateful for, what you accomplished that day, what your goals are. And I really like the, the snapshot of that. The one I'm falling in love with is an app called success wizard. And you're allowed the same concept every day. What are you grateful for? What are your to do's that day or any modality that works for you? As simple as this is, I've studied a lot of people, the most successful people, one, wake up and list out what they're grateful for. Two, have a plan for the day because a goal without a plan is just a wish. And three, they recap the day. As simple as that is, I think you can figure out whether that's a Word doc on your phone. In certain times now where somebody caught me without my journal, I was like, where's your journal? I was like, homie, like I'm trying some new stuff out here. I'm using the notepad on my iPhone or whatever. I'm grateful. You got to find something that works for you. If you're an yeah. audio person, listen to audio on the treadmill. If you're a video, do video. If you like to physically hold stuff, hold stuff. Find something that works for you that's going yeah. to pick you up. And that's what I've been doing lately. Yeah. Nick, you are such a treat and such a delight. If people want to cyber stalk you, as I like to call it, how can they follow you? Yeah. So speaking of my success sanctuary on Instagram, at the triumphant life is where all of my stuff's going is at the triumphant life on Instagram. I'm the triumphant life podcast. That's where my whole world's moving because I just love that controlled environment, right? Where when I post something, I see nothing but more positive stuff. Versus like if I hop on Facebook, it gets a little Facebooky, right? And so for me, for me I've just Which made you that. Guys, side note, you can also train that feed too, but Nick chooses not to. So just well, it so was hard know. to unfriend 5,000 people. I just felt like, <laughs> I want to see what my mom's up to, you know? Everyone's like, not as big of a deal as you are, Nikki. <laughs> yeah. And then my Facebook, I just created a new Facebook page called Nicholas Trevelyan. That's going to be nothing but positive vibes and love. Yeah. And just no matter, I, I guess in summary, First of all, thank you for having me here is no matter what you're going through in your world right now, I want your listeners to understand that you're not alone, No, that we all, myself included, and you, Bella, we all face mountains. And even though you see a beautifully cropped and filtered photo of me on Instagram, where I'm all like, you know, all like model style or whatever, 
It's not always like that. Like there's a lot of blood, sweat and tears behind the scenes that people battle with. And that's okay. What I've learned is it's just okay to not be okay. Sometimes it's okay to analyze where you're at. If your business isn't where you want to be right now, that's Mm -hmm. okay. But here's the kick-ass part is you today get to draw a line in the sand and make a decision to just go change that. And is it going to come overnight? No. But what you can't do is go back and change what just happened. What you can do is use that as an experience, as a time machine to use moving forward. Here's a little, can I have like 30 more seconds? Go for it. Go for it. You're flowing. We cannot interrupt this flow. (laughs) If if Doc and Marty McFly from Back to the Future were to show up in the DeLorean and Doc's like, get in, come on. We're going to go back to you one year ago, right? What would you tell yourself to do differently? Walk around going, man, I wish I would have done that different. And we all get that, right? Take the red pill, blue pill, door A, door B. We all make a decision that worked out and some that didn't work out. But if they got you in the DeLorean and took you back to six months ago, a year ago, what would you tell that younger version of yourself to do differently? Whether that's a young entrepreneur with your business, young in your fitness, what would you say differently? Cool. Well, you're going to have that conversation with yourself then and then come back to today because the DeLorean's got to return back so we can finish out the movie. So what you are literally holding now is a key to the future that you actually want, not somebody else. You're talking to you. So if I have that knowledge then of what worked and what didn't for me personally in my life, I can use that as a time machine moving forward. So I call it drawing a line in the sand. As simple as this is, symbolically saying, you know what, that's where I was. Today, I'm going to make a decision. And how fast can you make that decision? Literally right now. You could pull out the phone and call your spouse and say, you know what, babes? I'm all in on this business. Let's freaking go. I'm going to do this. Mama's going to make this happen. You know, for my realtors out there, because we'll have a lot of them listen is today, regardless of how many homes you sold in the past, you can literally today go, you know what? No, I'm done. I'm going to start becoming that person. And that's the thing a lot of people don't understand is the art of becoming that person is just starting to do things like that person does every day. You eat a little bit better. You work out a little bit more. You market a little bit more. And so you can use that today to just get started and win the next 24 hours, then win seven days. Try it for two weeks and try it for 30 days. If you win something for 30 days and you publicly get to tell people about that, do you understand how proud you would feel? And as simple as this is, a lot of people have to break it down to what works for them. You don't need to go run 10 miles tomorrow and make a thousand cold calls. What if for you, it was just, hey, I'm going to work out three times in the next seven days. Yep. That's 12 workouts in 30 days. That's three hours a week. What if in your business, you're like, you know what? I'm going to go Facebook live on Mondays and Fridays and share my mission and vision. That's only eight over the next 30 days. When you break things down to that, could you do eight videos in the next 30 days? Absolutely. But in 30 days from now, that you had actually just did 30. You're going to get better at them, more confident with them. Chances are you're going to get some business from them. So you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I did this. Nobody else. You did it on your own. So Whatever you're working on right now, find something you can commit to for 24 hours, seven days, 14 days, or 30 days. Hell, shoot me a message. Like, shoot Bella a message. We're here to love you and support you. Um, I have this 30-day challenge episode on my podcast. It's our most popular episode. It's season Tell us what the podcast is called, Nick. The Triumphant Life. And you guys, it's fun. It's very fun. I've listened to all of it. I am an avid listener. Well, if this is fun and you like this, guess what? (laughs) (laughs) You guys, I hope you've loved this podcast. I think the biggest takeaway is how are you going to move the mountain in front of you? And all you got to do is start off with 24 hours, the first 24 hours. As some of our previous guests have said, we just had Nate on and Nate said, everyone starts at suck. 
You know, it just, it was 15 minutes of running for you at the beginning to work it all up. You guys, you just got to make that commitment to yourself. Cause like you said, no one else is going to do the pushups for you. You got to just start stepping, start stepping and surround yourself with an environment that works for you and people that will also help hold you up to that. If Nick can go from a hospital bed with a tumor on his spine, hunched over 45 pounds heavier, not being able to do anything and come bounce back. You guys, the hardest part is proving it to yourself. And imagine what those W's, walking around with those W's every single day would mean to you, your family, and then your business. You guys, this has been another episode of Bella in your business. I hope you guys all go follow Nick because I have him in my life. He's one of the people that keeps me inspired and uplifted even when I might not feel like it. We both definitely want to know what your biggest takeaway is here. And if you listen to the podcast or if you listen to it on Spotify or Apple or wherever, go ahead and leave us a review. I would love to see your review and maybe even shout you out on the next episode. But remember, when life gets you down, always keep jumping. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.